0: Dan. Yes, we're going to talk about Across, Across the, Spider- the Spider-Verse. Yes. And you insist months. that we're not actually going to get to it. I don't think that we will. I think that we will. Okay. But, you know, it's been almost a year, so it's about time <laughs> it's for about us to, time. to start talking we'll about it. get into
1: Across the Spider-Verse. But we have like four things to do first. We have so many things to do. Uh-huh. The first one is an absolutely amazing food heist.
0: You hyped this one up a lot to me. You didn't tell you me excited? what it was, but okay. you said that I'm going to love it. So. so
1: this was sent in by several alert listeners. Somebody stole about $250,000 worth of Kit Kats. Oh. But, all right. Okay. So this starts.
0: <laughs> the cat burglar. <laughs> K-A-T. <laughs>
1: Which implies that they infiltrated. They didn't. This is the um, weirdest heist. Okay? okay. So there's a company called Boksu mm-hmm. that imports Japanese candy mm-hmm. and then gives it to people on subscription model. I've heard of these places. Yeah,
0: yeah. People uh, like to get their boxes from Japan. It's expensive to order things, so they order in bulk and then
1: make a subscription box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this guy got all of these wacky Japanese Kit Kat. Flavors. They're really good. They are. Like I've had melon. Kit Kats, those are really good. I mean, the strawberry is the standout, right? I think everyone
0: agrees that the fact that they have strawberry and we don't is a travesty. (laughs) I
1: know. That's one of the things I love to do when we go shopping in the Asian market is find which are the Kit Kat flavors I haven't tried yet. And they're really small. You have these tiny little Kit
0: Kat. Yeah. They're smaller than fun-sized.
1: So this this guy imported Mm -hmm. a ton of them. Got it. And at some point talks about... How many Kit Kats you can fit in like a shipping container? Mm-hmm. It was two big trucks worth.
0: Right, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You say?
1: Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. Kit Kats of rare Japanese Kit Kats. Yeah, I
0: mean, if there is something that is going to draw the attention of the Kit Kat burglar, <laughs> I mean, you're just asking for it. There's you're very just asking for yeah, trouble. Very very few heists. The Kit Kat burglar can participate in. And Mm -hmm. I
1: mean. Okay. Yeah. So this story starts, the Kit Kats have arrived. Uh Uh-huh. The guy contracts with a shipping company to get them shipped from California to New Jersey. I remember off the top
0: of my head, which means it may be completely made up, <laughs> but I believe Kit Kat's owned by two different companies. In the one kit in the US. And cat? No. <laughs> no. No, cat and kit. Oh. I, uh, that obviously. Makes more sense. <laughs> but no, the, the UK, the Kit Kat brand, is owned by a different company than the Kit Kat brand in the US. Oh. Look that up for me. Let's see Let's if I'm making out. things up.
1: And if that's true, is that the reason that Japan gets cooler KitKats I maybe?
0: think it might be like there's some sort of Kit Kat. It's like the split, you know, in between the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church that happened, is that right? What the cat stands yeah. for in uh-huh. Kit Kat? Yeah. It's Catholic? <laughs> yeah. And as you didn't know, Kit is actually Eastern Orthodox for, you know, oh, it's like okay. Greek for
1: Eastern Orthodoxy. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh huh.
0: yeah. <laughs> there's, the there's the Kit Kat, Kat burglar. The Kit Kat okay, burglar. Okay.
1: So the Florida shipping company mm-hmm. online contracts with another shipping company to actually pick them up. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a fulfillment company Mm -hmm. that says, okay, you're going to go and you're going to pick these up. It's going to take two trucks and you need to take them across country Mm -hmm. to New Jersey. And this guy says, okay, I can do this. He's from a known and respected shipping company. And so he goes, he picks up the one truck and then the next day, Goes and, you know, someone else in this company picks up the second load in another truck and then they just disappear. And nobody knows what's going on. It is eventually long past time for them to have arrived in New Jersey. And the guy contacts this shipping company and says, What's going on? And he says, Oh, sorry, our truck broke down in Philadelphia. We're going to have to go back to the origin point, which is California. Apparently, it is easier to return these Kit Kats from Philadelphia to California then just take them to New Jersey, which, of course, raises many red flags. Right, right, right. Yeah. So the guy says, well, instead of talking to this trucker, I'm going to talk to his boss at the company and calls him and says, hey, what's up with your trucker? And they're like, who? And it turns out that this trucker never worked for this company. They have no idea who he is. And so then... The trucker, whose name is Tristan, by the way, Okay. Tristan contacts the fulfillment company and says, hey, sorry, I'm a scammer. I'm the Kit Kat burglar. Yeah. yeah, I left the Kit Kats in these two warehouses, which was in California. So he took them, drove 30 minutes, dropped them off in a warehouse, and then, and then disappeared. Disappeared, okay. And this is where it gets weirder. So he says he's a scammer. Why why did he call it? We don't know what the scammer, what the scam is because this was payment on delivery, not payment on pickup. Yeah. So he didn't get anything out of this. I mean, the thrill of stealing
0: $250,000 of Kit Kats may be enough.
1: It might just be like a thrill heist. Yeah. And then he gave the stuff back. So the fulfillment company calls these two warehouses and Uh. one of them says, yes, we don't want this stuff. Pay the storage fee. And then get rid of them. And so the guy pays the storage fee, Mm -hmm. contacts a different trucking company, which comes and scams him again. They take the stuff and just disappear. We have no idea where that one truck of Kit Kats ever went to. Okay, I know what's going on.
0: (laughs) I know what's going on.
1: Okay. Tristan
0: is not the cat burglar. He did this and then heard (laughs) Oh, no. It's like that opening scene. The cat burglar was coming. Coming and like, oh, no. The cat burglar will drown me in chocolate and wafers.
1: I Accidentally stole the stuff the Kit Kat burglar wants. Yeah. Omar's coming. We need to get out of here. Yeah. So, yes, first of all, there was a truck full of Kit Kats. This would be $125,000 worth of Kit Kats that was stolen twice from the same guy. That's pretty good. The other load of Kit Kats is still in the warehouse because that warehouse doesn't want this to happen and is demanding proof of ownership. And nobody can prove that they are Tristan, who's the guy who dropped them off, and so they're not releasing them to anybody. So, wow. Man. Okay. So, here's the final weird mm -hmm. part about this. They're trying to trace things backwards, like who is actually at fault, and they eventually said, well, maybe— the crate company, Japan Crate, mm-hmm. which brought the stuff over and then released them to Tristan. Maybe it's their fault because they should have known that right. he wasn't from the right company. Right. He didn't have the right credentials. So, Boksu, the subscription company, announced in September that they had acquired Japan Crate. But it turns out they've actually owned Japan Crate since June, which is before all of this happened so they did it themselves possibly this article definitely does not suggest that
0: no no they made the mistake they may not have heisted themselves but they signed off to the wrong person themselves upon yes. arrival yes they they arrived and person walked up and they said are you me and they said yes and they're like good they're enough
1: like, okay they oversaw Sounds legit the <laughs> theft of their own kit kats through a wholly owned subsidiary one set of Kit Kats was kind of stolen and the other set of Kit Kats was stolen twice.
0: One's more like in escrow or in impound, Mm -hmm. right? But, you know,
1: the others got stolen twice. I tell you, if I were a warehouse dude and someone gave me like a full truck of rare Japanese Kit Kats and I just started eating them because they looked good, we can't release these to you because because you can't prove they're yours is 100% what I would tell them. How many Kit Kats? Do you know how many how many individual Kit Kats? Yeah,
0: there there's little ones. It's got to be a ton of them.
1: 55,000 wow. Kit Kats. I don't know okay. if that is a box mm. or a package yeah. or an individual strip.
2: And is that cost or resale?
1: That's number 55,000. The individual Kit Kats it cost of some him sort. 110 to buy them. Mm-hmm. And then he was gonna flip them through a okay, subscription if he's, if for he's 250. Buying them at 110,
0: they've got to be the full-sized ones, yeah. right? You're mm-hmm. not paying $2 for the little guys. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So he's so gonna sell them go. for $4 and buy them for two. I mean, that's good business mm-hmm. model. Maybe don't advertise to the Kit Kat burglar.
1: Well, the fulfillment company that was hiring these two mm-hmm. truckers that ripped him off did it through Craigslist. So Okay. If you're conducting your shipping business through Craigslist, yeah, maybe that's I, I want to see that advertisement.
0: Driver needed for $250,000 worth of poorly watched rare Kit Kats that we will not trace. Please report here. Give us your first name.
1: <laughs> Must transport untraceable valuables. <laughs> you know,
0: when you told me you didn't think that we were going to get into the Spider-Verse, you didn't warn me that you're going to have 11 minutes. <laughs> I told you this was an amazing food heist. Of the food heist. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, the mere fact that I was able to, you saw my eyes light up, mm-hmm. that the moment you said Kit Kat,
1: the pun wrote itself I know is, yeah. The Kit Kat burglar. We can mm-hmm. just call him the Kit burglar.
0: <laughs> Why would you call him the Kit burglar? Because. That's the absolute worst because, way to say that.
1: Because it's the worst way to say that. <laughs> Damn. You come up with good puns, I come up with terrible puns. This ah. is why we work so well together.
0: I still can't believe I flubbed the coyptomaniac. Like I had it in my head mm-hmm. and I could not speak it.
1: It was the letter T. That, uh, was, yep. that
0: was what was tripping yep. tripping everyone up. I mean, but um. it the coptomaniac, once you get it it rolls right off. Mm-hmm. So that's what's frustrating, right? Yeah. Like bergler is hard to say even after I know to say bergler. Coptomaniac just
1: I love that we are slowly building, like, the Avengers of animal food burglars. Well, animal-themed. I don't know that the Kit Kat burglar is actually a cat.
0: But on our picture, on On the photo, But chocolate's poisonous to cats, so is it an assassin? (laughs) (laughs) These are so tasty that all cats will eat them, and the Kit Kat burglar knows that they have to steal these in order to poison the royal family of whatever cat dynasty is ruling the (laughs) underground.
1: Bunch of like really long-haired white cats. Blofeld's cat. <laughs> My favorite part of this story is actually just Tristan, yeah. <laughs> who I'm going to assume had a change of heart, mm. and he's like, "Actually, I don't want to scam you out of these. You can have them back." Because he didn't get anything out of that. Do you think he ate a Kit Kat? <laughs> he was just real hungry. No, no, so, dude. You think he tried one, right? Possibly. Right, like he tried a you... mochi Kit Kat and was like, "I can't
0: sell." This. <laughs> like you do all that, you got to snack on one, right? You got like, to be like I have to assume, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah, Tristan. So... Well, good on you for having a change of heart, but you've caused all sorts of <laughs> chaos. <laughs> yes, indeed. Maybe Tristan just really wanted to be a trucker. And saw, you know, Tristan's like working some dead end job at like an insurance company. Mm -hmm. It's like what I really want to do is cross the United States as a trucker. And sees this ad and's like this is my chance to see my destiny. But was so bad at it that he accidentally left the Kit Kats behind, and then (laughs) resigned basically out of shame.
1: Maybe he called from Philadelphia and he was like, I forgot to hook up the trailer. Yeah. Okay, alternate theory. Uh Uh-huh. Tristan works for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. (laughs) Okay. And there was a little eight-year-old boy who wanted to be a trucker, and he's like, don't worry, I got your back. I thought I had the weird one, Dan.
0: (laughs) Every time I think I've thought of the weirdest thing, you just...
1: Yeah, so there you go. Why did he have to steal Kit Kats in order? Because like, he wanted to give this 8-year-old the chance to be a trucker, exactly can, like
0: the story you were telling. Do that without, okay, he did all that, but then forgot the Kit Kats. Maybe,
1: or, well, because you can have an- No, because the 8-year-old, wasn't. he had to stay near the hospital. He wasn't going to drive across country. He just drove around <laughs> L.A. and then dumped him in a warehouse. So
0: why pretend, like you could just tell the kid there's $250,000 of Kit Kats, you don't need to actually scam people out of no, their Kit No,
1: because that's part of the wish, is that the kid wanted to eat one of the Kit Kats. Because he read that, I don't know. Oh, maybe he didn't work for Make-A-Wish. Maybe Tristan is trying to start his own rival Make-A-Wish <laughs> Foundation, which is why he's on Craigslist looking for trucking jobs. Okay, okay. I don't know. I shouldn't make fun of Craigslist, and I definitely am not making fun of trucking jobs. Let's make that clear. Oh,
0: truckers, they listen to a lot of books on audiobook. Mm -hmm. In fact, we kind of have an audiobook industry because of truckers. Yeah. Without them in the early 2000s, no one would have been buying audiobooks.
1: It was the truckers who'd buy them and share them around and listen to books. Well, and that's why I wanted to point out Tristan is arguably the good guy in this scenario because he gave them back. Yeah, does that make you a good guy, or does that make well, it, you slightly— it gives you a redemption arc. There you go. Yeah. Good guy by the end of the story. Except he won't show up and, like, help them <laughs> reclaim their second half of their Kit Kats. All right. I so. mean,
0: I would not you get arrested, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe and You don't want to get that little eight-year-old boy arrested either. Maybe there's something about those half that vanished that would have been terrible for the world, and this was all a plot by Tristan. To prevent if, the mutagenic Kit cats from going into the <laughs> wild, you needed to stall for a little while. So,
1: if you actually went, if you were an eight-year-old boy mm-hmm. or an eight-year-old girl, because anyone can be a trucker. Yes. If you said, dear Make-A-Wish Foundation, my wish is to commit freight theft, <laughs> what would they do? They would probably not let you, right? That's disappointing.
0: Yeah. I mean, they might come up with a scenario where you get to pretend. Ooh. Right. That's cool. You know, if you wrote to them and said, I really want to be fast and furious, you know, I want to steal a car. I want to drag a trailer full of
1: Kit Kats (laughs) behind me on a cable. And Um, maybe they
0: go get Vin Diesel and, you know, pulls up in a sports car and takes you on a very careful drive where you pretend that you
1: have stolen something. If... What was I gonna say? It was stupid, so I don't need to think of what it was. Okay,
0: but I mean, I think the logical result of all this conversation is that Vin Diesel is the cat burglar, burglar, which means or that, is it John
1: Cena? Because he's done more Make a Wish things no, than no, anyone no. else. Because it's in the
0: world. I think Jack the carjacking car. Oh wait, Jack the carjacking car isn't Vin Diesel. No, it's Dave. Bautista. It's Dave Bautista. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <gasps> what if Tristan was the truck? <laughs> I think we maybe went a little
1: far. Let's. Jack the carjacking car and Tristan the Kit Kat stealing truck. Tristan <laughs> the autonomous shipping truck. Can I read you a couple of letters? Yes. Okay. Please save me from this conversation. <laughs> so, first of all, everyone who keeps sending me stuff cites the episode in which I asked for stuff as if I need proof. <laughs> like, here's free stuff, but. I have a reason. So on the September 13th, 2023 episode of Intentionally Blank, Dan asked for free stuff. A sword was a suggestion offered up. Here is the start to your collection. And then I opened the package and it was this butter knife. (laughs) That's why that's there. That's why that's there. I put it on my nightblood stand from the Kickstarter rewards thing. So I've been given a butter knife. It holds a place of honor on your shelf of increasingly (laughs) large number of odd things. A lot of stuff on that shelf is not even mine, and people just put weird stuff there. How about this? I just listened to the episode of Intentionally Blank where you wanted some free stuff. I'm vice president of product development for Burst Oral Care. (laughs) That is not what I expected. You sent me (laughs) all the dental floss I will ever need for the rest of my life. I've started, anyone who comes to my office for a meeting, I give them some dental floss. <laughs> when you said,
0: I'm vice president of whatever marketing, if you watch the video, my eyes light up. Like, <laughs> oh, and then,
1: and then you said- It's dental floss. Dental floss. I mean, okay. we all need it, right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. thank you. He has some product samples to send. <laughs> oh, also, he used Chat GPT to write a letter, and it's delightful. I won't read the whole thing, though, so- Okay. I have some presents for you. Are you excited? Should I be? <laughs> People kept coming to my booth during Dragonsteel and giving me stuff to give to you.
0: Well, yeah, I'm a little unavailable at my own convention mm-hmm. because of how fair. busy things are. Yes. So. Yeah.
1: so I gave you a Ferrari. Yes. I did get a Ferrari. There's two more Ferraris from oh, the same guy. Same guy. So, so
0: three you, Ferraris from the yeah. same individual. Because your friend who collects Ferraris, now you have a Ferrari collection. I do have a Ferrari collection. I believe my Ferrari collection is now bigger than his. Because I think he only has two right now. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. Two Ferraris. Yeah. Is two Ferraris a collection or well, a I think He's
0: ordered other Ferraris. Ferraris take... Time. When you're one of these people, you like say, I would like this Ferrari, and they're like, All right, in five years you may buy one. Give us the money now. <laughs> okay. And you're like, Yes, please, I will have that Ferrari in five years.
1: So Ferrari's like Kickstarter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's awesome. All right. All right. So Ferraris. Yeah. I have been given for you several. I believe this is a total of twenty four bags of Orville Redenbacher. Movie theater popcorn. Okay. For Brandon. For Brandon. I th- Brandon. signed one of the boxes. Oh. But I don't know. Okay. I kept asking people to yep, sign there it is. stuff. There, there it, is. it is. Yep. Okay. Conager. Thank
0: you for the popcorn. I do like popcorn. <laughs> this popcorn comes with two months free of peacock. <laughs>
1: well. That's... Yeah. I don't know. Does that speak well or poorly of a streaming service? I'm not sure. I mean, it is a good branding, it, right? It's You good watch connection. movies
0: eating your popcorn. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, when they did Magic the Gathering Pop-Tarts, which they did. They did Magic the Gathering I Pop-Tarts. I believe it's Pop-Tarts. Was the
1: frosting, like, printed to look like Magic cards? I don't think so. They just put Magic the Gathering they on the box. They just put, like, Jace on the box. Am I right on this? Magic the Gathering. Did the box come with five different colored flavors of pop tart?
0: I don't think so. Like, I think maybe it got you like a free most code to their low like low effort but it's like pop tarts like this makes sense, right? Yeah. This is like, all right, I'm going to get 2 months of peacock for eating my popcorn with. Do you like microwave popcorn? I don't. I okay. don't like popcorn cuz the kernels
1: get stuck in my teeth.
0: I'm a big fan of popcorn, though. I feel like most of the microwave popcorns They've melded in taste. There's like they all kind of taste a bit the same.
1: I have to assume that's on purpose, though, right? Yeah,
0: it must be right, like convergent evolution Mm -hmm. or something like that. But when microwave popcorn first came out, because I love popcorn, my mom loves popcorn. It's a you know salty food that. We salt just, and butter, salt and, and butter, and yeah, just and it's a vehicle
1: it's, to deliver it to your. It's face. one of
0: the most pure forms of being able to deliver <laughs> salt and butter, right? So when microwave popcorn became a thing, we tried them all, and they're wild. Like we really? standardized on the ones that come in the bags, right? But early microwave popcorn, they were like bowls that popped up, mm-hmm. right? You remember I remember that? those. Yeah, and some of them had like clear plastic on the top, and like I. Don't know what happened to those. Remember the
1: stovetop ones that came in a little like tinfoil pie dish? Yep. Those were fun.
0: Did you find Magic the Gathering
1: Pop-Tarts? Is it Pop-Tarts? I didn't. Okay. Um, I found a Pop-Tarts
2: card game. No, then it's not Pop-Tarts. I
1: actually have the Pop-Tarts card game. I
2: have one thing right here. It says Legacy Pop-Tarts, but I don't know. It says Main Bank 60 cards. Legacy Pop-Tarts
1: are from the first printing.
2: No, no. Try Hot Pockets. It might
1: be Hot pocket. Oh, is it what it is? It's, um... You don't know what it is. we had them at the warehouse. Don't say you know what it is if you have to look it up. Say I kind of know what it is. <laughs>
2: Magic the Gathering Arena Hot Pockets promotion. There, there you
0: go. we go. <laughs> hot Pockets. Okay. Hot Pockets maybe make a little more sense, but not really. Okay. Like, what's the tie-in between Magic the Gathering and Hot Pockets? You can't eat them while you're playing. No. I think they, it might they be would South
2: destroy Park. Your cards. I feel like oh. Cartman maybe eats them in the Magic episode. I could be oh, wrong. Oh, that. is that what it is? Oh no, that's World of Warcraft. Yeah,
1: he does. There's a yeah. World of Warcraft D- thing. There's got to be mm. a Magic: know. The Gathering episode of South Park, e- right? It's been around for so long.
0: Yes, but we can't talk about the episode because it's not. Oh, okay. It's it's not. We, we will uh, not talk about it. It's then. not child friendly. Oh, he just looked it up.
1: Yes. Well, there you go. Um, So, yes. So. They
0: have chickens that they've trained to play magic.
1: Oh, okay. But, you know. Sounds great. My question is, as weird of a marriage as Pop-Tarts and magic cards are, let's hypothesize, falsely, let's be clear about this. This is not an actual business announcement. Okay. Let's pretend like Dragonsteel were to come up with a... Snack food tie-in promotion. You go to the store, you buy your Twinkie, and it's like join the Cosmere, like printed on the Twinkie wrapper. Yeah. What is the snack food?
0: Well, it depends on if you want something that actually makes sense. I don't. Okay, because the low-hanging fruits are pancakes, because Lyft eats pancakes mm-hmm. in one, or actually like a hot pocket type thing to make chowta.
1: Okay, now I right? actually love the idea of like Krusty's pancakes, yeah, tied into Roshar.
0: Though you know, along these lines. When Denny's storming delicious did the Hobbit tie-ins, that like actually kind of worked. Yeah. I never went and got their things, but they could make stuff that looks like Hobbit food. Mm-hmm. So that one gets, uh, gets a gets but a lot okay. of these. Yeah. I don't know. What would be what would be the the worst possible, the worst possible yeah, tie-in.
1: Like Crab Shack. That's not that bad, but you know, Stormlight. We should stay on brand for being, like, hopelessly bougie and do a tie-in with, like, Alaskan King Crab. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, the Chasm Fiend meal. $200. (laughs) Boy. that comes with a little, like, cardboard shard plate helmet that you can Mm -hmm. wear while you eat it.
0: (laughs) Who pays $250 for something and wants a cardboard hat? (laughs) Uh, Stormlight fans? We're talking about how bougie we are. Cardboard hat.
2: I mean, you really are not very good at one.
0: being bougie, Dan. I'm sorry. Everyone accuses us of being like that, but you are not
1: very, you know. Our new restaurant called Ivory Tower. <laughs> we sell Stormlight Archive branded Alaskan King Crab Legs. All the beverages are just different metals.
0: So here's the coolest thing, food wise, that I've ever come up with. Okay. So. I have a friend, Ryan Dre from Bridge Four. Good friend through college, still good friend. And he had trouble deciding what he wanted to do with life. Like, he's one of these people who loves a lot of things, he mm-hmm. has so many passions. He's so interested. He's currently in the military, in the Navy, he's a Navy doctor. Cool. But for a while, his dream was to open a restaurant. And I said, Oh, you know, at the time he lived in Utah, I'm like, open a Southwestern, you know, restaurant. And I had the best idea ever, where you print the menu on a giant tortilla that you then can order and then eat. And then you can eat the tortilla. Isn't that the coolest that idea? That is
1: an incredible idea. Here's your menu. It's a giant tortilla. And the drink coasters could be little corn tortillas. Yes, exactly. Like This is amazing. Isn't, right? Like, why has nobody done this? Why has nobody printed their menu on a fried tortilla? Okay. Yeah. So hear me out. Uh-huh. We have a big convention, right? That we do. Yeah, this totally themes with our convention. Well, it's yeah. They have some kind of flatbread, the the lift pancakes. <laughs> Next year, Dragonsteel twenty four, we're gonna sell lift pancakes with like programming printed yes, on it. Commemorative <laughs> programming tortillas. This is
0: how you get from room to room. You have to plan, and then
1: you know you eat your. Uh... Like, Which panel are you going to? Well, let me unroll this tortilla. No, that was oh, I already like... ate the four o'clock.
0: It was going to be a tortilla chip, right? Because you want to, you want to have the, the in your mm-hmm. dip. So it's a giant tortilla chip with their menu on it. Okay. Burned right in.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sure that would work.
1: When, when we that were, would present no problems whatsoever. When we were just out of college, I was applying for corporate writing jobs all over the uh-huh. place. And I applied at a marketing company. Mm-hmm. And I had not done at that point any marketing. And for some reason I thought it would be a good idea when I was submitting writing samples mm-hmm. to make one up. And so I made up a like murder mystery game that was the clues were all printed on corn chips. So Where as you sat and talked to your friends, oh, but you, you yeah, you, you would sit and you'd mm-hmm. eat the chips and then you'd pick up one that says like he did it. That's yeah, that I did that's, not get hired. You know what? That's that a company.
0: that's a better idea than mine.
1: I don't know if it's that's It's also true. worse. Oh, it's definitely worse. It's better in what because way is it better?
0: and better because like the biggest challenge to mine is that menu is not going to stay in one piece. Right? Like but it's not supposed to stay in one piece. No, but like the server leads you to your booth, right? Mm-hmm. And gives you menus, half of them would be broken already.
1: Well, that's why you don't print them on the chips. You print them on the like the big cafe rio like foot and a half tortillas. Okay. And then, and then you then they just, can
0: roll them and dip them yeah. and you don't fry them. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's a great idea. Somebody's missing out by not doing that.
0: Yours, I said, was a little bit better idea because they would retain their structural yeah. cohesion a little bit better. Because it only needs one sentence.
1: Yeah. It's like, Colonel, what's his name, has a secret bank account.
0: But it's also a terrible idea because by the time that got to consumer, they would just be powder in the bottom <laughs> of whatever box you've shipped well, them most, in. Or
1: most of the chips survived the process. Just the vital clues are the ones destroyed at the bottom of the package. Anyway.
0: Putting a shelf life on your board game is a great idea. It's a really yeah, good idea. It's a
1: really just Hey, speaking of of board games. Oh. There's more. Happy birthday to Brandon. There's unicorns on it. Yes. My friend Abby wrapped this and my eight year old daughter stuck unicorn stickers all over it. Okay. I guess
0: my birthday is coming up very soon. Yeah, I think by the time this airs,
1: it will already have passed. I saw this on a shelf, and I thought, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then I imagined you opening it on camera, and I bought it instantly.
2: Is it a picture of my face?
1: (laughs) Of course not. Your face is wonderful. Believe in yourself, Adam. He no. told me he had a birthday present.
0: I was expecting a sack with soggy fries or something like that. No. I was not expecting a wrap present that has been lovingly
1: oh. adorned. Definitely notice the bottom of the present has the sticker page with all the unicorns taken out of it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, there. Th- My yeah. eight-year-old was very proud of that and thought oh, it was yeah. very funny.
0: It's uh, the way to, to to upcycle. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. I am...
2: What the
1: <laughs> Salt Lake City on board? It, that, that is Salt Lake City Monopoly. <sighs> but it gets better. Because it's off brand Monopoly. They didn't even mm-hmm. go for the Monopoly branding. It's not even Monopoly branding. And also, if you read the back, this thing was designed for. A charity drive to raise money for one of our sister cities, uh, which I think is in Mali, which means that all the spaces on the board are just whatever dumb Salt Lake City companies oh bought them bought them.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, I mean, did you give me this on purpose to make
1: uh, up for the fact? I, I think Abby must have put that in the box. Abby, so thank that you. you. Could have that. This is amazing. <laughs> I love these. I don't even know what that is. Well,
0: this is (laughs) Miss Heart Note's Little Helper Potty Training (laughs) Charts. (laughs) Recurring accidents are normal, so please be patient.
1: This, to be clear, is not affiliated with Salt Lake City Monopoly. What? I don't know. What? We're blaming this on Abby. I don't know what she stuck in there. As soon (laughs) as I bought it, she said, can I please wrap it? I did not. Foolishly, I did not. Think that she Here, was going to give you potty training? I
0: stickers. thought you were brilliant. No, because I'm not. But no. Okay. All right. Okay, so
1: check out some of those right, spaces on the, the back. The spaces. All right. So my favorite one is the one in the corner. Utahbrides.com. Yes. <laughs> okay. Which I think sells like bridal dresses stuff, and but stuff. Doesn't... But Utahbrides.com. It really sounds like. Yeah. So if you want to mail order, yep. Mormon wife. We can hook you up. Apparently, all right. They didn't do, yeah. And whatever boardwalk is like the most important board on the space is just whatever law firm. So here's paid the them thing: a bunch of money.
0: Most of these are legit. Like legit being like, if I was going to say like in Utah, what are businesses mm-hmm. that you would want? Like, I mean, the Salt Palace Convention Center yeah, is that's a good one to one have on them,
1: there. Right, makes sense. Gallivan Center.
0: Yep. KSL TV, makes sense,
1: right? Rocky Mountain Chocolate Company on there?
0: I'm not sure. The U is on That's there. I would have expected. Them. BYU isn't.
1: Well, they didn't. And
0: it's not Salt they Lake, not so, Salt Lake. yeah. But Slick is, and LDS Business College is. Family History Library is, and then another legal team, <laughs> random legal team. But Primary Children's, IHC... I don't think Rocky Mountain Chocolate is, but Utah Truffles is. Okay. So. Leatherbees Family Creamery, it's a good place. Is Leatherbees still around? Yeah. They've got two locations or three in Salt Lake. They're great. Well, um, there you go. If you're in town and you like ice cream, that's the one I can give a hearty recommendation for. They're good. Leatherbees. Yeah.
1: Leatherbees was amazing when I was in high school. I didn't know yeah. they were still here, though. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to assume, okay. I choose to believe, that whenever you have visitors come in from out of town- you're going to introduce them to the state by playing that game with them. I mean,
0: yeah, the fact that it's a bunch of businesses does make it a little less like, wouldn't it be so nice if it were like Zion National Park and things like this? But Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dan? Yes, sir. I think I can one-up you <laughs> on weird gifts. On weird gifts. You have set the bar pretty low. Okay. So we'll just, we'll just say that. We'll say. Fine. How's that, Ben?